that misty morning Diamonds sparkle on the dew I shiver with revelation That every thought I have is new This is Creatives, and I'm Ken Lennick. I just got back from a trip to Sedona, Arizona, one of my favorite places in the world. We went there last month, and for my birthday, uh, we went again for a few days. And it was great fun. And there was a great discovery in going there, because I had been talking about this in terms of creativity. And certainly, Sedona, if you've been there, the red cliffs and wonderful monumental rocks that are all around that area are very inspiring. And I looked at that word inspiring and was realizing that a great many times we do our best work when we're inspired by something. And that could be music or a photograph you see or an emotional response from somebody around you that just moves you, something they say something that you see. And I think that's what we have to do more of now, is looking for things to inspire us. You don't see it in the faces of people nowadays because everybody has to wear a mask, which I put on the record that I hate. And anyway, the, the, the idea of being inspired is exactly that. It's the idea that you see something that triggers something in you that makes you respond. And if you're a creative person, your response will be something that you make, do, write, draw, who knows. If you're not a creative person, particularly in these times, it's time to become one. And look for things to inspire you. You can still go outside, even though a lot of people are very afraid to do that. But take a hike. Go walk someplace. Go down to a lake or a river or in the mountains. or Just go someplace where something larger than yourself is apparent. Gets you out of your head, as they say. Well, certainly our trip to Sedona was that. So again, I'm seeing those red cliffs as if it were the first time. A month ago, we had decided to go to do a, a photo journey. And I'll put those photos on Facebook in a bit here. And we'll show you my eye and what I saw and what moved me. And I imagine if anybody, everybody, I should say, who takes a picture or a photograph is going to see something different. Now, this might be a good time to have a little fun in that if you know other people who've taken pictures of the same places that you went, look at what they took a photograph of. How is it different than yours? What is their interest as compared to yours? The interesting experiment to do in these times of being locked down, you can Zoom your friends and say, did you ever take any pictures when you went here or there? And put them up for me so that I can see what you did, and I'll show you what I did. And Maybe something remarkable will come of that. 
as what they see and what you see, certainly a language. Perception is a language. In terms of perception, we don't all speak the same language, but it is a language. We look at and care about what is of our interest at the time. And that could be a mindset you're in, if you're angry or happy. The way you take a photograph is a very creative act. And no two people take the same picture. And perhaps if you see that you take the same picture, or it looks like you're on the same wavelength, that's a whole, another idea there that there may be something available in terms of collaboration. But here's what's interesting about Sedona. Every time we go, we like to go look in the galleries and go look at the shops that have all the individual artists that put their material in those shops. A month ago, you know, it seemed like the same artists had been there since the year before. All very good, beautiful stuff. But this year, there were so many new artists in every shop and every museum, every gallery. And I would ask questions about where did this artist come from? And the answers would surprise me. The answers were, well, a year ago they weren't doing anything. Or they were doing things, but they were just, you know, not acceptable. Not, I hate to use the word, but not good enough to be in those stores. And I know that very well when we started doing doll art. My first dolls were, ugh. Terrible. But again, part of the process of creativity is learning the skills as you go along. And then toward the end, we became well, at least semi-famous in what we did. So when I see all these artists in Sedona and what they brought in, it's interesting to see what got their interest, what inspired them. I was very surprised by one artist, and forgive me, I can't remember her name his name, I'm sorry. But as you've seen carns or piles of rocks that indicate direction or communicate some message, that signal form has been around for thousands of years. And early in the 20s and 30s in the United States, they were used by the term was hobos in those days, traveling people would put signs up that might tell you where a place, a good place to stay the night is or where there might be some water or where there might be a friendly store owner or something. And those were messages. Indian or First Nation people put them up as signs as the way to go or signs about a place that might be taboo or a place that might have an enemy in it. And as they traveled, they could see these rocks and they would express I mean you know some information well this artist made miniature piles of rocks miniature cards and I thought it was very fascinating because they all had a meaning and the little card with the meaning on them and I asked the proprietor are these doing well and she said remarkably well we can't get enough of them that's an interesting creative act to take something that's historical and certainly cultural and turn it into an item that can be 
a souvenir. These are very small. They're only maybe three or four inches tall. And they all have red rocks. Now, you might think that's kind of a cheap souvenir, but the idea was amazing and obviously very successful. There was new painters with remarkable eyes and a great sense of color and shape. I saw so many things. Now, I saw the shift. Anybody else who was visiting Sedona would just see another thing that someone wants you to buy or something to move you. But there was something happening because I was aware and conscious enough to see the difference within a month. Hundreds of new artists, hundreds of new expressions that weren't there before. Now, that's how any new creative output is produced, is presented. You make something, it's moves you, it's worthy, and then you take it out and you show people who could sell it or who pull people who could show it. And if they respond to what you've done, you know, they'll take it on. So what inspired those people? What inspired all this new work? And I wonder if I'd gone to another city like Tahoe's or any city that has an art area, an art community. I wonder if all of them, because of this lockdown, because of this pandemic, have had a surge of new artists coming on the scene. I'd like to hope so. If it's true in your town, I'd love you to drop a note to me, you know, so that you can tell me that this is an overall observation, an overall event. Because I do believe, on an esoteric level, like I've said in the previous podcast, that there is more a flood of creative energy coming from the cosmos, from heaven, from outside of ourselves, coming in because we're locked down. The mundane life of the job and the responsibilities has sort of been put on hold. We've been pulled back. The uh, energetic humanity is now less energetic. And because of that, I think that, well, because of that, because I believe people are energetic and that's our natural state, and I don't believe we're now in a natural state, the cosmos is pouring down creative energy in order to keep humanity High, to keep humanity energetic, to keep humanity on the right track. Our hearts are separated, we're separated with our bodies, and the only connection we would have is this, is creative output. When people come and see this stuff, they, rem they are reminded of their humanity. If you look at these small rocks piled on each other and you realize that this is the way humans communicate in wide open spaces so it's creative output though signs it's creative output the signs that connect people when they're not connected i've had people drive thousands of miles 
to come to a show with our dolls because they'd seen them in a magazine. Now that's connection. That's where they don't know me. They didn't know my sister, but they know the work and the work inspired them and they wanted to come and own one. That's the way it works. We are connected on many, many levels and creativity is certainly one of those levels where we are connected. The creative output does connect us. And I think that's important, particularly now during this pandemic where we're not together, locked up. And also this whole idea that we're being divided in such a terrible artificial way politically is another reason for more output, for more things created to inspire us in our humanity and to remind us of our humanity and to remind us that no matter what our opinions, we are the same. And in fact, we love the same, we probably care about the same things in such a way that we don't even know how to express it. Love of family, need for friends, need for someone to lean on, need for another ear to listen to your issues and give advice, perhaps. Those things are being separated from. Those things are being taken away. So as we talk about our rights being taken away, let's be, pay attention to our humanity being taken away. So I ask that we resist this whole thing and that, create again, creative people step forward and demand that humanity be returned to its natural state. Anyway, that's what I have to say today, and I appreciate you listening, and I trust that as the creative energy comes into you, whether you're a creative person or consider yourself a creative person, or if you're a creative person, take that energy in, and see what you can do, and see what message you could give to others, and how your, our humanity will show up in everything you do. What creatures built this edifice? Still the clouds of painted faces. Ancient canvas of colored laces. This is the tarnished world I know. Terrorist world I know. Thank you all so very much for listening. And if you would, tell your friends and family about my podcast. I think they'll find it interesting, even if they're not creative people. I think they will find my conversations of interest. And if you would, please go to Amazon Books and type in Ken Lenick, L-E-H-N-I-G, and you'll come to three books of the short stories and poetry that I wrote when I was ill. Pretty fun. They're dark. There can be supernatural ones, science fiction ones, and just some very odd stories altogether. But I think you'll find them to be entertaining. Also, my music is on Spotify. I have four albums as a solo, and four albums, I think, as when I was with the band Burning Sage uh, years ago. And that's my creative output as a songwriter, musician, and, and performer. On Spotify, you can go to artists and type in my name, and it'll take you to the page. And you can go through my songs and 
If you like them, put them on your playlist and share them with your friends and family. It would be much appreciated and a way to support this podcast. Till next time. What creatures built this edifice? Still the clouds of painted faces. Ancient canvas of colored laces. This is the tarnished world I've